Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast, where we provide unasked for audio commentaries to Star Trek The Next Generation episodes live. My name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. Leap. Aaron. Minwin. Is there? And that's it. That's no it. May today. Oh, okay. oh, no May this week. Well, not, I don't so mean used yay, to her. But... We just waited for her to say. I, just, I just assumed she would be there, and she I, wasn't. That's like missing man formation when they fly. They were just like the missing plane there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sniper. So we'll be back next week. <laughs> so this week we're watching season one, episode nineteen, called "Heart of Glory." It's about Klingons. It's a it Worf episode. Sort of the first big Worf episode. Great. Introducing the whole sort of Worf's sort of whole deal with... Yeah, his backstory. His, his and, backstory. Like, What's and his... your deal? He's like, <laughs> wait for episode 19, Hearts of Glory. <laughs> yeah, finally. It's a good time. This is introducing a, a sort of plot line for Worf that will carry on throughout uh, basically the entire history of the show from here on out wow including his time on deep space including nine. yeah including deep space nine so uh Worf's relationship to the klingon empire is one of the major running subplots of if they the had on facebook it would be considered complicated uh yes. his relationship a bit of trivia in the writer's room this episode was referred to, referred to as Warfuls Have Ridges, which is like uh, sort of a play on Ruffles Have Ridges, but, which was a popular slogan at the time. Sort of sort of a play on Ruffles. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not the best wordplay I've ever heard come no, out of No, no, nobody but... said it was, but the writing is not the best on this episode, <laughs> so they felt it was very it apropos. Was, yeah. It's like make, make. Ron, why don't you tell people how much time is on the clock? So we got uh, 45 minutes and 40 seconds on the clock, and I'll be punching the triangle in three, two, one, punch. There she is. is. Look at that fucking ship. What a great looking <laughs> ship. Beautiful, beautiful ship. Uh, oh, interior, tan. Interior, I'm not doing the script. Interior, tan. Tan, tan as fuck. <laughs> Rich guy. Actually, the bridge reminds me of a lot of like uh, 1980s sedans now, like a Honda or Toyota. It's very just wood paneling. A lot of wood, a lot of wood paneling. Yeah, Uh, we've talked about this before, but the this at the time, a lot of people described the new version of the Enterprise as looking like the lobby of a hotel in 1989, sort of just like potted plants sort of scattered about in various yeah. rooms and yeah. a, sort of, a sort of bland, yeah, bland color palette. Uh, There's no real reason to face forward on a ship of this type, but it's so, it kind of feels like it could be any design. It could be anything. It doesn't have to like be. Like in the round or? It's like when you design your whole house around like your home theater setup. Eh, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> they can all be I they mean, can all be facing each other as equals. Well, yeah, they like actually the they actually are facing the back of the ship. I don't know if you know. Oh, that. really? Yeah, like because they're looking at a view screen, not a window. Right? Yeah, uh, so yeah. The bridge actually faces the back of the ship. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. my whole <laughs> that's, world. That's, has... a, that's a lie. I just made that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I, you had me. Uh, I was, 
I was going to say, why would they do that? That's the dumbest thing you've ever. Why would they do anything on this show? I was going to say, you better be right about that, or so many people are going to be. We are babes in your hands. Matt's trying to drum up. Uh, controversy by dropping some weird Trek knowledge. <laughs> wait, wait until yeah, Star Trek so Twitter. About it. Wait until Star Trek Twitter hears about this. My God, <laughs> they'll lose their minds. Yeah. And there's going to be actual support for this theory that emerges. Like, it's going to be like, no, it really is true. And then it's going to like emerge. There's yeah, going to be all sorts of evidence. Screenshots. Yeah. There's well, I'd be- rather believe that than believe that my friend lied to me <laughs> for, yeah, uh, for a goof. Oh, please. I lie to you all the time. Yay. Oh, really? What, what about? Uh, I think the that camera... Was, that was a lie, man. I don't <laughs> yeah. Another lie. Now, this is like one of those riddles. God damn it, I hate those. Oh, it's lab- those bitches. It's, it's labyrinth what? again. One of What's us can the only tell a lie, and one of us can only tell mm-hmm. the truth. That's where they store fluid to cool their brains. Is it? Uh, why, why? What is the necessity stop. of that kind of ridge? Triceratops plate on his head. They, this, They're, I actually do know the answer to that. Okay, you know, warriors. Yeah, yes. No way. What Klingons are a are a warrior species? So it's they were, like armor. Yeah, it's it's it like, like a triceratops. They yeah. have additional like a rhino. It's, it's additional protection for your brain pan. Okay. Why don't they headbutt more then? Yeah. Well, Worf does headbutt yeah. relatively uh, often. Uh, okay. Go ahead, Sean. So tell us let's the do it. Um, we got season one, episode 19 of Star Trek The Next Generation, Heart of Glory, original air date March 19th, 1988. The Enterprise searches for answers as to why three Klingon warriors were the only survivors aboard a freighter just inside the neutral zone, mm-hmm. which was seemingly attacked by a Ferengi ship. Fucking as they, Matt had noted, this is the first real Klingon episode. So, what do you think the IMDb rating of this episode is, Aaron? I'll say seven. I would say I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to say seven five. Anybody else? Eight point uh, seven three. Lower seven than three. Oh. Yep. Oh, right in the middle. Nice. Right. nice. Oh, no real thinking. Just split the dish. <laughs> just play it right down the middle and see yeah. what happens. Fake it till you can make it. Yeah. Denise. Now, now, if they headbutt, do you think they dick butt as well? <laughs> like, I mean, uh, Philippe had Why mentioned that they have. I really wish I had my bingo ridged, card right now. Yeah. They have ridge genitalia, right? <laughs> Is there actually any animal that attacks with its genitals? Do you think? <laughs> there is. Philippe. Really? <laughs> Philippe does. Oh, Philippe. Yeah, I see. No, well, I see. lots of animals have like uh, barbed penises, right? Yes. Yeah, so cats, ooh, too. Yeah. cats too. So yeah. that they, once, once they're locked in, <laughs> they can't, can't be uh, yeah. pulled off easily. Yeah, yeah. I also heard that the cat penis, it um, with the barbs, it helps make the ovulation happen since they don't get their period it like helps stimulate get huh. get the get the process get started going that's interesting but uh, matt's gonna have to fact check that one speaking of <laughs> yeah. Jen, i we can do yeah. that i'll correction corner that someday. yeah he's looking into the corkscrew <laughs> yeah penises of a but i'm, I'm uh, curious if there's any animal that actually like directly attacks like you know to defend itself or to 
seems like a bad idea. Yeah. It does seem like a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you would think any animal that did that evolution took care of a while ago. Yeah. What's Jordy got on his face? What's that it's, new? It's going to let him transmit what he sees back to the bridge. Oh, GoPro. So oh, it's a GoPro. Okay. Yeah. They Sweet. they set up this whole thing just so that they could show this cool effect. <laughs> like, yeah. This is our oh, old pal. Like our old vision? pal. Uh, our old pal DC Fontana is one, one of the right. This cool. She keeps coming back. She's like mm-hmm. an abused spouse because I feel like she keeps getting like she keeps taking her name off shit. Yeah. Like, well, at this point in time, Jean was pretty much out. So uh, I think that's part of why she came back was because the new yeah, showrunner. A lot of people involved in that teleplay. Oh, wow. Burning uh, Man right here. Like more people. <laughs> Is this the Instagram filter he's going with? <laughs> I like it. Uh, Super cool. Mm-hmm. I think even Predators stuff was better than this. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the same time, right? It was Predator before this. Predator is 88 or 89. I can't recall. Matt, do you know? Do you remember? Uh, not off the top of my head. I think 88, 89, 87, 88, somewhere in there, yeah. Late 80s. Yep. <laughs> I dug this part because Picard was so distracted by, oh, look, this is neat, that he kind of completely <laughs> forgets about all sense of danger and purpose. <laughs> Visual frenzy. He's like really into this. Mm. Yeah, he, it really, he really gets fixated on what Riker looks like through this, through George's eyes. <laughs> it's a little bit uh, weird, if you ask me. Have you, do you guys remember like when they used to this, like scan, hide the porn channels, the adult channels, and then you, you, sure, but scramble. sometimes you could like, they had the scramble channels, and then sometimes like, you could like, like Cinemax and like all that stuff with well, no, the even Playboy like, channel. Later on, when they, yeah, stuff like that, where you had actual, oh yeah, we had the porn channels and scrambled. Mm hmm. But then sometimes you could make out like a body part, and so you could like jerk it off for like five seconds, and then you wait for the next little bit, and you'd be like, "Oh, where is it?" And sometimes the sound would be there and be fine. That was, that was like, enough. Yeah, all you needed to know. You could use your imagination. You're like your brain was like descrambling that information. You're like that flesh-colored like zigzag is totally a chick. Yeah. So you're saying only only the sound was good enough sometimes? Oh, well, it helped yeah. with the interpretation of the... It allowed you to fill in the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Thank you. All right. That is making this scene so much sexier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Sexy song, man. What are you going to do? Aaron, you never, you never watched stuff like that? I kind of remember the scramble channels. Okay. I'm you just, just trying to think back to that time. I wasn't engaged with it to the level that you guys were. <laughs> <laughs> we had a mission, you know? It's like eat. Well, we, had, we had Cinemax for a little while, so sometimes I'd stay up late and watch the, like, softcore stuff. It's a problem that kids these days will never understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goddamn kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be able to Google it. Yeah. Anthropologists will want to study this podcast to know how we did for a time. <laughs> how, we, how we got through it. Yeah, this is like it a doesn't make any sense to them. It'll be their only way of knowing. The main thing that where are these, are where are these dinosaurs like, from? The late eighties. Yeah. 
we would be the last if we're the last surviving cultural relic uh, of the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> or the bridge generation. Yikes. Um, hey, guys, could you install that smoke thing at the uh, studio? The wet, the, the warp? <laughs> yeah. I feel like. We have a fog machine and oh, smoke nice. use. Yeah. Oh, you were kidding, okay. man. And they actually could do it. Yeah. We have that shit. Yeah. Nice. Wait. Look how cool that is. It's all. Yeah, it's cool. It's like uh, the Nostromo now. Yeah. We could actually get a GoPro and simulate <laughs> this. Reenact this entire sequence. Yeah. I love I love these uh, portholes they just put on the wall or whatever those are. They're just metal wreaths. <laughs> metal rings. Yeah. Those it's are purely decorative. Purely decorative. <laughs> those don't do anything. They're just there for show. <laughs> They're seasonal yeah. wreaths that like yeah. you hang for Tucker Kakarot. <laughs> you hang stuff yeah. onto them depending on what it's modular, yeah. It's like a Lego form. Yeah, it's basically like Tellarian Christmas. <laughs> Jake dropping the episode knowledge. What's right. a Tellarian? That's who yeah. that the, ship is. The ship oh, okay. is Tellarian. Oh, damn. I, I wasn't paying attention to the subtitles. I don't really know what's going on. Although, <laughs> listening to the... Listen yeah. to the show. I, I, we even I had a. Oh, wait. We have subtitles. Wait. I'm just talking. Electronic fritzing. Yeah. Yep, that's it. I had a joyful nerd moment because I heard uh, Patrick Stewart say, like, Terralian. He, like, got the letters mixed up. And I was like, ooh, he got it wrong. Ooh, ooh. Pointed on, <laughs> on Twitter. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Uh oh. Wow. There's all different levels of smoke in each shot. That one, yeah. this one, not so much. So this episode is Will Wheatonless and Marina Sirtisless. Oh, what were they doing together <laughs> at the same time? Aaron, Aaron, do you recall who Marina Sirtis is? Yeah, she now is. I do. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have been able to say her name to you. I remember the Marina part. For some reason, her last name does not. Yeah, it doesn't go. Doesn't insert itself inside yeah. your mind. <laughs> Maybe it will now. That's a good mm-hmm. device. That is a device. Man, Riker's a hunk of a man. Yeah, <laughs> he's kind of giving me that vibe a little bit, in a good way. Uh, Spent enough time aging in that barrel for you. Mm. <laughs> he's turning into Neho, man. <laughs> yeah. I like the length of his inseam. Yeah. It's, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Sean, did you know that uh, Scott Bakula was on a short-lived TV sitcom called Eisenhower and Lutz in <laughs> 1988? I did not uh, know along, that. Along with uh, Patricia Richard- Richardson from uh, Home Improvement. Yeah, yeah. Mom from- uh, wow. Now they're in a Quantum Leap episode together, too. Are they? Yep. Which one? When he plays a DJ, she's the she's the DJ the, the the radio owner, and he starts playing rock and roll when it's not when you're not legally allowed to. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, that's what was on. I was looking at the what was on this night on television, and okay. it was an episode of Eisenhower and Lutz, which only outlasted thirteen episodes. That's wow, pretty good. What a name. Were they uh, crime roommates, sex? lovers? Uh, Bacula played Lutz, 
a shiftless ambulance chasing lawyer. Okay, so they're a legal team. Eisenhower. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And Eisenhower is actually Dwight Eisenhower. <laughs> yeah, it was actually Post about, president. It was actually about Dwight Eisenhower. I left that detail out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very that in the lead. By Patricia. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it- you could have you could have watched that for the brief amount of time that it was. I on. like. There's a Wikipedia on this. Well, that's strange. Watch for Star Trek. That's why that show didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's uh, unusual for Scott Bakula to play a shiftless sort of character. That's sort of against his. I normally think of him and, uh, as a really played, upstanding. Never watched uh, Men of a Certain Age. He played a real shiftless guy in that show. Uh, I probably wasn't of a certain age when I watched it. It's a good show. Underrated. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That was good. <laughs> What was the show about? Sean? I like that there's two Wikipedia pages about that second <laughs> that second link. Blood. That second link that I just sent you has a picture of of the two of them and a third woman who I don't so know. So many who that links. Is. We're looking at it. Yeah. Oh. Looks great. Yeah. Very. Let's buy the show on DVD. He looks so shiftless. <laughs> Why are there Klingons oh. on that ship? Oh no! Oh, what just what happened? happened? Oh, did Worf has to turn his eyes. No, turn away your ridges. They got him out. They got him out, guys. It's okay. Thanks. They pushed the, le- the those three levers up and down just the right amount of times to get him out. You, you mean they weren't going to kill three of the main characters <laughs> on the <this> show? Yeah. <laughs> DC Fontana comes back and says, and then they're all dead. And, and then everybody like, died. At the end. They're like, wait, what? They're like, no, no, they actually die. They're like, but they come back. No, no, no. That's when she left the room. And the other people had to write it out. That's what yeah, Aaron was... would like. Aaron would like it if they all just died and then this was over. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a female Klingon? No. Oh. No. I want to think that like Worf won like a real like his parents were like put him in a lot of pageants and that's why he wears a sash. <laughs> yeah. Like Jean Benet. Is that sash important? It must be important to Worf. Uh, or is it just like the security? Off- the, no, he's not. Su- no, it's a Klingon thing. Oh. It's a Klingon thing. It's his it's his wubby. It'll it. get much more. But I like the idea of a, of each. I love the. I like the idea of a childhood wharf competing <laughs> in beauty pageant. Yeah. yeah, and winning like you know most forehead ridges. Or yeah, he's polishing his. He's like I doing mean, ridge. Pol- they're like stuffing. They're putting putty on their ridges to buff, beef them up. Which Vaseline. is like yeah, Vaseline to shine them up, you know. It's well, like, he does have the best ridge of these three. Yeah, everybody else is like totally ridge deficient. I don't know. It's just different sort of ridges. Like uh, he, no, I don't, the one guy. The yeah. Those look like face huggers are about to emerge from the scalp. It's a completely well, different. The, and the one guy's got a hooked penis that sticks out the back. Yeah, yeah. There's ridges and there's ridges. I've never believed that more than now. Yeah. <laughs> I used to throw up in my mouth when I saw Warp, but now I'm like, he's got the best ridges. Yep. Now you that throw up tastes a little sweeter. Yeah. His looks like a trilobite uh, carapace or something. Yeah, it does. It warps absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm into it now. Yeah. Mm. 
the other smack of economy and laziness. <laughs> Simplicity. Uh, well, I think they, you know, obviously they were using preformed, you know, uh, silicon ridges, and they were just mm-hmm. slapping them on the guest. It's the equivalent of like a ridge weave, what they were doing. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure for Michael Dorn's, they, you know, they configured it to his actual head rather than just using like a a stock one that you would use for a guest appearance would be my guess do you know what michael dorn looks like in real life aaron have you ever seen a picture of it's a handsome first of all he's white he's a handsome (laughs) handsome fella fully spreading false rumors again nice He's tall. He's got a nice frame. You can tell he's got a good chest. He's, he's got a very I'm a handsome actor uh, kind of to him. Here, I'll send you his page. Mm-hmm. You can see a bit. Yeah, get it off of Eisenhower and Lutz. Uh, if I can. Uh, oh, my browser's taking over. It refuses to leave. Yeah. <laughs> All it wants to do is look at shiftless yeah. Scott Bakula. Yeah. I love I love clicking on shoes. Yeah, yeah. they're tall. They're like they look like they're in kiss. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, they're like boots. They're like platform type B boots usually, right? They're high. Worf's look is going to change quite a bit over the years, Aaron. Really so, what is going to yeah. change? Sorry, the way they do Worf's look is going to oh, change. That'll be fun. As they sort of uh, got better at his, you know, the makeup, makeup? and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do they? What do they do to uh, enhance it or, or change it? Um. I'll, he, well, I'll send you. It, it feels here, more natural is, later on somehow. I don't know how. To yeah, it looks much yeah. more. It looks much more realistic. Uh, gotcha. They just got better at it. Here's a picture of late era. Uh, Worf. This is a DS9 picture. I wonder if having a big forehead was part of the requirement. It probably helped. Those things that you never know are going to be like hugely beneficial. I wonder how annoying it is to have that on your face all the time. Um, it's like a helmet. It looks like the Beast from Beauty and the Beast in that one. There's there's, the more, there's definitely more nuance to it. So he has more yeah. more facial hair going on or something. Yeah, his yeah. eyebrows are bigger. He has a more pronounced beard. Yeah, his eyebrows. hair is quite a bit different. But he still keeps the sash, a, a version of it. Mm-hmm. Well, he gets a metal sash at some point yeah. in time. As, as you would. Instead of the fabric one he wears now. Good for him. Yeah. I'm real, really proud of him. Oh, oh this here it comes. Klingon thing? The death howl. Oh. They like to kiss a lot. But it's real slow. <laughs> <laughs> there they go. Uh, <laughs> uh, They'll never form their barbershop quartet now. <laughs> <laughs> Our dreams are dead. <laughs> Aaron, apparently they got the makeup down for Worf down to between an hour and two hours Sweet. to put on the makeup, which is, you know, comparatively is pretty good because 
sometimes you hear stories about people who are have to be in the makeup chair for you know four or five hours to get their right. space alien makeup put on. Yeah, that's how long it took for Gates to get ready. Her for- wigs on. How long it took me to get ready the day I got married? <laughs> I was like, I'd look great if I had four to five hours to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel rushed that day, that morning? Yeah. Yeah, I think no, so. No, she didn't. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a walk through the park. Uh, right, honey? Yeah. <laughs> Not enough time. I swear I got the fake eyelashes and a shit ton of makeup put on. Remember? Yeah, it looked great. <laughs> Just like Worf in the later seasons. Almost that good. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if you got married for like 12 seasons, you'd be really good at it. Like Worf. What's the name of that serum that we're going to get that's on TV that's like spackle for old people? Plexiderm? Yeah, we're going to get that. Yeah. And we're going to get that airbrush thing. Yeah, so that's our that's our like plans for one of these weekends is we're going to get the... All the made on TV, as seen on TV... Reverse aging stuff. Yeah, plexiderm to get rid of the cow, the crow's feet, and then yeah. If I bet if you put plexiderm on his head, it would make it all go away. Yeah, Yeah, do you think Botox would work on their foreheads? (laughs) Uh, I thought the ridges were bone, not um, like they cart. They are. Yeah, they're yes, they're supposed to be bone. Yeah, you'd have to file down. Well, no, you just expand the skin so much that it... Ah, uh, let's move it down. It's yeah. like blowing up a balloon. Yeah. Holds it and blows. It might be completely smooth all the way around. <laughs> it's a disturbing <laughs> visual. Yeah. yeah. It's I like Megamind. Uh, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Are they... <laughs> Yeah. They're they're Klingon shaming him right now. Uh, There's a lot of yeah. bullying that you goes on tell. in this episode. Yeah, you can tell, like, but you can also tell that he's like better than the rest. Mm-hmm. Worf pretty consistently gets bullied and insulted and called a traitor by every Klingon he runs into. Uh, yeah. He seems very noble. I know I like to talk a lot of shit, but he actually seems. Like a trustworthy guy. He is. He is. a great character. Yeah. Worf is a very good person. Yeah. Yeah. You can just tell, even though I'm not paying attention and I'm only seeing him, like, standing (laughs) (laughs) and just being on the set. And even then, His body language conveys that. That's good acting. I do have... I do want to mention that um, uh, Bill Cosby also seemed like a real stand-up guy. Wow. (laughs) Bingo. I mean, I just good actor. Yeah, those good are actor. your two comparison <laughs> points, huh? Those are, Worf, those, those no, are... Just... the fictional character of Worf, the Klingon, <laughs> on one side of the spectrum, and then all the way over on the other end is Will well, you know, I mean, there's Hitler, there's other sure people <laughs> who could forget. There are other people. He's making a big comeback these days. He's never uh, been popular. Uh, yeah. That's going to be the new front page on the next episode, next issue of the National Minquire. <laughs> Michael Dorn, Secret Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> what is you that even? First. 
Yeah. Seems like a good guy. Who else seems like a good guy? <laughs> he took advantage of seeming like a good guy. I No, I think he does. Do I think he does. I, I didn't mean to uh, muddy people's names here. That was Michael uh, Dorn's. That was Michael mm-hmm. Dorn's reaction to you dragging his good name yeah, through the I'm, mud. I'm, I'm being a devil's advocate. I'm. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm no, not. In, not in these saying, times. Some people are a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Sure. He definitely, from what I've heard from the like. I listened to the podcast called Chasing Cosby. Okay. Is that what it's no, he like actively cultivating like, you know, there's a certain type of predator that gains trust and then betrays people. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah. So you're on to something, man. So you are basically accusing Michael Dorn of the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm just no, I don't he, know. He, they're both accusing Worf, not Michael Dorn. There. He's okay. saying don't always just because someone looks like it's kind of like what we're learning on Columbo. It's we've been watching Columbo a lot, and Columbo is always getting underestimated because a lot of times people just judge on like, oh, you look put together. You're like right, and Columbo is kind of sloppy and like disheveled. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's his entire strategy. Yeah. Yeah, that's every episode. You just described yeah. every single yeah. episode. And I love Columbo. it because I feel like I'm underestimated. So I, I identify with Columbo. <laughs> I mean, too. I I like and I do think that people value Columbo. external stuff to a fault sometimes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. into it. There was one particular episode where the mom was all like into the guy who was like the murderer because he was, you know, all crisp and yeah. put together. She was all judgy of Columbo. And I was like. Lady, if you only knew. Yep. <laughs> I think that it's fun because, like, Club uh, Peter Falk uh, does not mind not looking like amazing and heroic yeah, on camera. Yeah, yeah. He'll like. He, there's this one scene where he like tumbles down like a hill, and it is not like it's my graceful. It is not yeah. graceful. It's like it's like. Columbo fell down a hill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was great, and he just like goes out, he goes yeah. with it, and they're just like down to earth. Yeah, it's just there's no like heroic posing or even like trying to make it seem like he's comedically playing it up. It's just like a real awkward mm-hmm. fall down. A hill. Yeah, and it lasts a while. Uh, who, who other than Sean? Because I think Sean already probably knows this. Who other than Sean can give me a big Star Trek connection? To Columbo. Ooh. Yikes. Let's see. I know. Let's see. Steve. I don't know it either. Uh, Well, Steven Spielberg directed an episode. Um, Okay, I will tell you. There was a spinoff, short-lived spinoff of Columbo called Mrs. Columbo about his (laughs) wife. Nice. Because on Columbo, he always talked about his wife, yes. but you never saw her. Like she, always, was, yeah, he she was the Vera of that show. You just mm, never yeah. saw her. Mm. But then they did the spinoff where she was the main character, and she was played by Kate Mulgrew, who plays Captain Janeway. Nice. Mm. Captain who? In Captain Janeway on Star Trek Voyager, which we'll yeah. get to someday. In 2023. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be a that's a, that's a generous <laughs> estimate. The twin will be there. Let her dream, please. Don't yeah. shatter her 
hope so soon. All right, I'll just be all jacked up on that plexiderm. I'm not going to even care. Yeah, yeah. you'll, like, so you'll good. like Captain Janeway. She's cool. Yeah. Your head will be like a balloon. It mm-hmm. seems great. Than... I, I really grew to really like Captain Janeway. Too bad I didn't like much of the other bridge crew. Some of the other bridge crew was weak sauce. That show Uh-oh. had some real uh, duds on yeah. the cast, uh, which is too bad because the people who were really good were were great. But yeah, well, I mean, I don't yeah. even know if they were bad actors. I just think that they were. Some of the plot lines were just really just nothing, nothing there. You're just like, uh, or very right. no. Dakota. They never figured out. They never figured out what to do with some of those characters. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Did they not have enough time? How, how long was the show on for? It ran for seven years. I mean, they had plenty of time to develop the characters if, mm-hmm. if they. I think they just got I, off on like a certain foot, and they just didn't have really good ways to like integrate them into like. I don't know. They. It just. It just the characters didn't have like. Sounds like the spirit of Gene trying to like muck up the waters, even though he was gone. It, like it's like they try to have this very diverse cast, but they just couldn't figure out a way to sort of make like their they wrote themselves. They were the all corners. they were all really bland. I mean, yeah. they were all diverse, but they were all super boring. Yeah, that's so right. it was it was it 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 felt like a weak sauce version of this show. Like it sort of watered like down models ink compared to Melrose Place. That's <laughs> an excellent comparison. Yeah. But it did Absolutely. get better. That's the thing is like what happened was it's like they did get good. Like they they found the characters that were solid and then they kind just of just kind of backdoored the rest of them or back. Yeah, they kind of they kind of just yeah. stopped focusing on the, the terrible characters and they were just right. kind of there. Yeah, which was that's smart right. move. Uh, what are these guys up to? They they simmer really well. Like they're, yeah. they're they got a good brood face. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> yeah. When your eyes are in like a permanent scowl, yeah. <laughs> you have those forehead ridges. It's not hard to brood. That's true. I mean, Borf walks like a model with that sash. I mean, he yeah. looks like he's up on a damn. He's got incredible posture. I mean, his posture was incredible when he came down that that ramp. I mean, yeah. did God his back was like. Ramrod, the, the, Ramrod, the the posture in this show is really strong across the board. Yeah, it's true. Jonathan it is. Frank, it's amazing. Great posture. Like I have to be very conscientiously like doing it, and he's but he's he's just like mm. part of it. I think was that they couldn't bend over in those. In the outfits sort of, yeah. The outfits are posture. so tight. Yeah, I need we, need to do, we all need, to, we all need to get some of that. My posture has gotten worse during this. See, the clothes is 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 got a purpose too. It fixes your posture at the same time. Mm-hmm. Nice, like Spanx. That's the clothing of the future. I don't think they're, it's super tight. I think it's just you reveal certain things about your body if you bend yeah. uh, inappropriately. You don't want to reveal that. That's a good way to keep <laughs> your, using your muscles to keep yourself straight. Like, well, they've talked, I mean, the actors have talked about how uncomfortable the uniforms oh, yeah. were in oh. this first season. They get better as they go along, but this first season, uh, they've talked about how. I costume all the time. <sighs> yeah. It's I think the male actors in particular talked about how you had to sort of be careful about how you sat down. Yeah, you know, yeah. not to. Ouch! They can make a lot of like relief imagery like on your <laughs> uh, in your different. 
It's like you took Plaxiderm down there. Yeah. 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 So anyway, this is mm. a thing that's still going. Why does this one feel like it's been going so long? Mm. Yeah, you know, the action's about to start. Uh, okay. What? Oh, the there's been doing a lot of doing a lot of talking until now. A lot of talking going on, you know, a lot yeah. of a lot of a lot of you know, giving away some wharf backstory. Mm. Right. He told the about story his, about how his his parents his parents were died. Uh, and he was found as the he was like the the sole survivor of this attack and uh where a whole colony was destroyed right and then he yep, was adopted yep. and raised on earth uh, by human parents not, well not on earth but by by human they're they're humans on a, living on another planet but yeah. do we ever meet his parents yep yeah, yeah. we do they're fun they're cool we already did they're <laughs> no no uh, we will Eventually, well, it's actually that's actually a good episode. They're Russian, is it right? Whoopi Goldberg? Is it something? the first season of <laughs> first episode of season two? Uh, uh, no, I don't remember when we meet okay. them, but right. it's further on I'm down. I'm proud line. of myself for remembering when Whoopi Goldberg's first episode is. <laughs> <laughs> the first episode of dude, season they are two. gonna get so high with that. <laughs> <laughs> the clean up on. Yeah, yeah, clean yeah. Clean like, thing oh, there. oh my god, this is good. I like whatever's happening right now. I know this feels like a get smart episode. This is go go gadget right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they're gonna make Christmas magic happen. <laughs> Nobody can stop Christmas, cling on Christmas. They're gonna get their wreaths and they're gonna make it happen. Yeah. Look how like <laughs> look how fucking shoddily put together that thing is. Though. I know. Like in it's real like life, wobbling. Like, it's all wobbly and like the props department really dropped the ball. Oh, get a drink, everybody. We're gonna have a Why? crewman die. Please. Oh yeah. no, I was out of my actual drink. Oh, oh. 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 good for you. Random security. Oh guy. damn, man, those guys are hard to take oh. down. Oh no, oh. drink again. Oh. Nobody's taught anybody how to take cover. I got it. <laughs> Christmas must I love be. How he has access to their good phasers, yet he keeps the like janky ass one he built. <laughs> well, he built it. Yeah, it's like a card you get from your kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you treasure them because he made it. You keep those? They always look so amateurish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, That's how man. you see the next Picasso. <laughs> because yeah. they're made by maybe because they're made by children we'll and never see a handmade sure, phaser up on men's but, but they'll never get better unless you give them that, very i mean i'll i'm not giving you that I, I, handmade klingon phaser i was gonna give you for christmas now thank god i have too much shit really like people keep giving me shit and i'm like i i, I what am i gonna do with this gee i, I thank you take your shit I'm gonna <laughs> yes That's please Mary, who are who who are all of these people giving you things yeah. um don't they know like, you don't you know, care about it? <laughs> no they they don't apparently uh you know my nieces and nephew uh my family sometimes some do you just go terrible like people this, giving i'll you throw this. it on the shit pile <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the thought <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you i nice appreciate problem. it now i have a chore like a bear. No, have you ever seen a bear kid 
Well, I keep the cool looking things, but the 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 janky parts, the janky ones, I'm like, oh my god, into the fire. <laughs> we talking like five year old macaroni art type stuff, or oh. <laughs> some janky mug they painted in Color Me Mine? They no, might have given I, you. I I keep them. I keep them. But honestly, the 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 young art, I sort of put it in a box. I don't know where that somewhere. It's somewhere. But the the things that they made when they were older and look really cool, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll put this on my table. Yeah, that's not. That's, this is table worthy. This is table worthy. That, that other stuff was, was not shitty. Drawer no, worthy. The highest stayed yeah. in, stayed in the drawer, but I didn't throw it away. So no, I haven't thrown it away. But then COVID happened, and you had to use it for toilet paper. So <laughs> thank God you got some macaroni up your butt, but it was worth it. Um, no, I'm kidding. Is sticking macaroni up your butt? No, you're not. Don't don't chicken out now. Don't yeah, fail man. now. Commit. Yeah, what the hell, dude? Commit. Your, yeah. your nieces and nephews are know that they're they like basically the going, like it's the New York art scene. Yeah. It's brutal, man. They yeah. gotta know. Salty uh, uncle. You yeah. think they don't know? They know. They know. <laughs> Why did you make that for Uncle Ben again? I just want him to love me. They see what's on the table, man. And then they go out and they start smoking and talking about, no, wasn't on the table. No, no, wasn't there. It was in the box. You know know that Uncle Ben's just going to stick it in a box? Why do you keep torturing yourself like this? Yeah. I just want him to love me. I just thought this time would be different. I thought this time would be different. (laughs) I see the mug you gave him. He still has it on his table. It's. Uh, uh, uh. I just realized. I think I'm being the quintessential Asian father here, even though I'm. I'm not. I'm. I mean, not to be. It must be genetic or something. You're not Asian. No, I. I. I don't mean. I don't want to be. You know. I, you're just yeah. like. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It's that. It's that. Like uh, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta work for it. You gotta be good enough. You're not good enough. Right. Was that the way you were? Was that the way you were raised? Were your parents putting my? Yeah, yeah. I I feel like with my mom, certainly. My dad just—I don't think he could. He would care less, you know. I mean, (laughs) he was. Well, I, you know, as long as I wasn't a bum or or uh, some sort of, you know, criminal or something. So I don't think I. Yeah, and my dad. Well, he failed there. (laughs) You're kind of both. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you were for a while. I mean, let's face it. Come on. I, well, yeah. You, you lived you under Sean's table for a while. <laughs> is, that, is that the definition of a bum? You you sold like black market weaponry at one point in time. So. Gray. It was gray at most. <laughs> there was gray nothing market. black market about it. It was it. Like the tier one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you opened a store called Pier 2 in the bathroom. Like, <laughs> there's shit that falls off the Pier 1 that they can't get. You know. I like the stuff that was not approved by the fire marshal. That's a good sales pitch there, Philippe. <laughs> Have yeah. you guys driven around your neighborhoods and seen all the stuff that's out of business? No, not yet. That day. It was so eye opening. <laughs> It was weird this week as I was in Bass Lake and nobody wears masks there. Oh, no. It was just like, wow, this is crazy. It was like going to the Twilight Zone. Yeah. 
I, I, I do. When we got thing. back to LA, I was like, oh, this feels so much more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you're not getting side eyed because you are wearing a mask. Uh, yeah, they're like they see you wearing a mask and taking personal protection. Oh, and they're well, like, so, yeah. Oh, Wait, that's just ass? That's like just glass you could fall through. Who built up, this shit? A bitch. And Worf just well, straight up shot that dude. Like, his, yep. Boy, guys. That guy's Klingon ridge probably broke the glass open. It's like uh, you know using a rock on the the window or something. Yeah, it's like one of those those tools they give oh, you to gosh. break out of a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I but that guy was really intense with his acting. He was really into it. Here we go again. Yeah. Oh. Goes the howl. Yeah. That's kind of what plexiderm does. It just like lifts. <laughs> I mean, it is a Klingon product. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that little shot. pullback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like this episode a lot. It's really a good enjoyed, episode. I enjoyed, All the war stuff. I always enjoy the war stuff. Yeah. The war stuff is I'm great. I'm enjoying it as well. Uh, this is one I'm much more engaged in than the last few. I think Warp's my new fave. Yeah, so what even stuff. what even was happening? Sean. The, these so they these two Klingons basically feel that the peace treaty that the Klingon Empire has made with the Federation is bullshit. Uh-huh. That we should be war-like people. That's what we are. We've always been. Why are we creating peace with anybody? Let's go around and just attack people to show them that Klingons are still badass. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. So they were like troublemaking revolutionaries. Yes, types. and they're and this guy is the captain. He's basically was coming to arrest them because they're wanted by the Klingon Empire. Mm-hmm. And now he's offering Worf a job. And Worf's like, don't worry about it. We killed those fuckers. You don't need to worry yeah, about it anymore. And they're like, that's well well done. That's the Klingon way. Did you guys notice how smoky that Klingon ship was? What are they doing over there? Yeah, the Klingon <laughs> ships are always kind of murky. Yeah. Uh, like the mystery van. Hmm. Yes. Mystery machine. <laughs> Which is also a van. It is. You're right. I was not <laughs> yes. correcting you. I was No, I think Aaron was talking about the mystery van with the ice cream writing on the side. Yeah, free candy. <laughs> nice. Oh man, Starbase sixty four. Yeah. Wow. You know what happens there? Yeah. Can't talk about it. Yeah. Can't talk about it. Hold down the shirt. There you go. Drink. I- Drink. <laughs> yep. That was a lot of drinking in one episode. I like you guys. Stash you guys mean throw. you guys mean the mystery machine? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Felipe mentioned that. It wasn't called a van. It was. It Thank was you, a van. Both of you. We both just mansplained it to her, Thanks which is great. Yes. So much for that. I will never misspeak again. <laughs> the mystery machine. <laughs> you got to be careful on this show. Yeah. We'll take you down a page. Facts, facts matter. You know? Yeah. Story editor, whatever, Torme. Don't well, let it roll into the next one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. That's for next time. We got to save that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I was learned. the thing that we watched. It was cool. It was great. Yeah, a lot this episode. It was a good episode. I got good really episode. pumped about that episode. Yeah. yeah uh, I love hearing about warp stuff. Guys. You watched it with sound, Jacob? 
<laughs> yes, I watched it as a TV sh- as a TV show. Nice. Wow. Cool. Back in the <laughs> late eighties. What's that like? There, <laughs> they had sound and uh-huh. music and everything. Yeah. They called them talkies. The mystery van picture, man. <laughs> mystery van. <laughs> mystery machine. Just, just, just trying to rub it in now. Yeah. 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 Doubling down on it. That's fine. I want to know what the picture is next to Christine Baranski, not the one of Tom Cruise working out. Are you seeing the same photo stream I am? Those are all the old ones. I know, but what's one of the guys like the Grinch or something? Oh, that was like from that was like from forever ago. I'm intrigued by him. Oh, that is some that boss uh, nass. Yeah, one or or the other ripped guy next to Tom Cruise. No, no, no. The boss. Star Wars alien, the frog alien guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. That's that's Boss Nass from Episode One. Star, Phantom Menace. Star Wars. Star Wars. Is that Jar Jar's buddy? <laughs> he's Jar Jar's <laughs> boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a jar. He's a Binks. Or uh, they're not whatever. buddies, but they do know each other. They're the same acquaintances. Yeah. Or, well, Gungans. Gungans. That's what Aaron's just right. kicking the hornet's yeah. nest here. Yeah. They drove around in the mystery van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not related and that, not. They also solved crimes in a van, but they called yeah. it the mystery van. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Gungans live on a planet called Baranski. <laughs> I like this collection of photos. I mm-hmm. The stream. This is a, this yeah. is a nice. It's amazing stream. how many of them are men without their sh- tops on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's because we were talking. Yeah. We were very specifically talking about the Hemsworth brothers. Yeah. So yes. Well, it started with men criticizing Tom Cruise's fifty-year-old like, body yeah, and how he wasn't. That's right. That's great. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, a body that I mean, let's yeah. all of us. Min was like, "How dare that hideous Tom Cruise take his shirt off?" <laughs> I swear, yeah. I swear, this is Hollywood. Tom Cruise should respect Hollywood. He's a creature of Hollywood. Like, I, I don't mind it in like indie movies. You're like, oh, these are normal people, right? But th- you're supposed to be <laughs> in Hollywood. Hollywood. Wood. That's an indie movie body to you. All right, man. I think like the, I know where the whole unattainable like body image yeah. comes from. It's mostly from uh, men. Yeah. Dysmorphia. He's like, on. I'll put this one in a box. Yeah, that one goes on. That one Men's goes. Worth goes on the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the show, we're not going to do better than that. Well, yeah. thanks, everybody, for listening to Warped. Uh, please go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow the show on Instagram at Warped the Podcast or on Twitter at Warped Trek. You can follow me at Host Warped. You can follow Min to learn about our Dungeons and Dragons yeah. and Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams at Wet Maynard. You can go to Instagram and search Lunar Flare for our Down to Pond Far t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash warped to become a, a subscriber and get access to bonus material and additional episodes. Until next week, my name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. Philippe. Aaron. And I'm in win. Yay. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>